February 12th, 2013, you've tuned in to DG Radio. And like teasing the trouser snake, we are your hosts, John Moe and Hilden. Why do you say it like it's a question? I don't know. It just felt like a question for a minute. I don't know. Moe's an enormous cock tease. Yes, we knew this. We could have just stopped Moe's an enormous cock. Tease. I don't tease anybody. <laughs> I like to think of that as like how girls used to tease their hair in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, like a teasing your trouser snake is how like the ladies tease their hair. You get a brush yeah. and they just like, they're just like on it, you know. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be awful. Speaking of cock teases, kind if, uh, of. If trouser anyway. snake is penis, then it is. Um. The other day, I had, uh, I told my wife, I was, you know, this was in the morning. Was, oh, in the butt, yeah. I was like, we're having sex tonight, so just. We're fucking tonight. Yeah, we're fucking. We're I was like, fancy dealer. I was like, you know, it's so, you know, just accept it. Consider it part of your reality. It's <laughs> it's happening tonight. You know, because two kids, you know, you got to fucking plan this shit, you, you know, do, or man. whatever. <clears throat> but uh, I was just like, it's, it's fucking happening tonight, so just accept it deal with it and uh do your best to pretend pretend to be into it yeah <laughs> does and, she ever do the same to you <clears throat> no god no yeah no. are you she, kidding me she hates intimacy doesn't she <laughs> well, pretend yeah. to be into it that's uh, funny uh pretend. but anyway <clears throat> so i had this all planned you know all worked out and later on in the evening like we got not really into a fight but like she took something i said the wrong way and got all pissed off so me, instead of trying to smooth things over, went try full, to stick it in her butt. Well, I went full on John mode, and I was right, like, yeah. I was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. You know, I'd, instead of just being like, she misunderstood. Let's just patch this up. You know, blah blah blah. No, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, you know, I, I you tell I, her to go fuck herself. I, I but I wasn't thinking long term. I wasn't thinking the full game here. That you would also have to be fucking yourself because well, she wouldn't exactly, fuck exactly. So you know, she went to bed pissed off. I. Went, oh, John, rule number one of marriage. Don't go to bed mad. Don't yeah, go to I bed know. mad. That's, that's what the pastor told me. Um, but, uh, and you didn't listen, did you? No, and, and I, you know, sat up and watched TV all, you know, pissed off. And then the next day I had Monday off, right? And um, one thing she does that annoys the shit out of me is she leaves her fucking dirty clothes on the bathroom floor, you know? Right. Drives me nuts. But in this case... I noticed that, uh, she, well, she had left her dirty clothes on the bathroom floor, but I had noticed that her dirty clothes were uh, very sexy, uh, you know, lingerie type things that she was wearing underneath the clothes the previous night in anticipation of awesome sex. Oh. Well, 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 well. you know. See, that's uh, an anticipation sex. of sex. <laughs> yes. And that's, it, it was one of those lessons learned for me. It was a growth moment for myself where I was like, asshole next time shut the fuck next up. time don't tell your wife to go fuck herself you know and yeah i just kind of hung my head yeah quietly jerked off <laughs> <laughs> on her clothes <laughs> quietly no just... no not on her her panties over my head <laughs> my oh. nose in the crotch oh yeah, yeah. bitch fuck like you jack it like, off on her like clothes boys they'll never be soft but they wear again. their own they wear their own panties on their head <laughs> So, yeah, there's a little marriage lesson for you guys out there. It's true, Hilda. John's boys wear their panties on their head. 
Yeah, yeah. And actually, his neighbor wears the kid's panties on their head, too. So, so yeah, that was a hard lesson. It is a hard lesson. God damn it. (laughs) I love that Leslie Mann quote. He jacks off into the towels, and they're just never soft again. (laughs) (laughs) I could see how that would be. Fucking love it. Nice. And it's true. They really, you never get it back. You never get it back. It's powerful stuff. Powerful it stuff. It always looks like there's some sort of rubber cement on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you get all the egg white out of the towels? <laughs> Assuming that you dumped cups of it on yeah, it. There you go. Oh, God, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to DG Radio, and I uh, want to thank you for listening to our show. As always, there's a number of ways you can contact us on this show. One is by going to robotpanic.com, find the blog post for this show, and leave a comment in the comment section. If you don't want to do that, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio, or you can call us, 612-424-3835. That's our drunk dial line, and if you'd like to leave us one, you are more than welcome to. And uh, with that said, here is our first drunk dial. Hey, guys. This is Ocampo from Tucson. Um... I got a question for you. When you die, do you think it's fucked up if I want, like, a luau for my thing? I don't know. Like, just, like, as a thought, like, if you had to go or how do you just want to do it? Just to make sure everyone's on the same page. But, yeah, just kind of curious what you thought about having, like, a luau instead of, like, a church service. Did he say luau? Yeah, yeah. yeah luau? Yeah. So, like, when your dad have yeah. a luau? Instead like just, of a, instead just of a funeral. Pig. What's wrong with that? It's, a fun, uh, it's awesome. I think it's yeah. a great idea. I, I, I can't imagine I would. I would give that two thumbs up. For, uh, yeah, church service is definitely not in my No, in not my in the plans. Um, Party. Although I've... Uh, I, I'm I'm hoping my wife goes first because she has. Uh, yeah, I don't like her much either. Well, she's put the kibosh on me uh, getting uh, cremated. What? Like she won't let. Me, she's like, I'm not letting you do that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why not? My body. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can have. I'll I'll just be. In a she lets jar. you do whatever you want to her, except the butt. <laughs> ah, so no. <laughs> but I'll I'll just be a little jar set on top of your casket. You know. How about right. That? But yeah, Luau's cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd rather I have... want a party. I'd yeah, rather have a party. Yeah. Oh, man, they fucking bury pigs in the Funerals sand suck, and cook man. the shit out of it. I want a party. I That's want to awesome. like, I, we out. It's been yeah, fun, yeah. kids. Mic drop. Funerals are the worst. Exactly. Man. Absolute Woo. worst. Um, and plus, I mean, you got to fucking pay the funeral home so a bunch of people can come in and, and stare at your And corpse. how about this? Ukulele band. No. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, man. We're with you, right? Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm in. I say luau's, luau's all around. Right on. Um, here's a pro tip for um, uh, getting your voicemail played on the air. Uh, do not send a voicemail that sounds like you're hanging from the landing gear of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Boomhauer. Uh, we had to skip yours. Couldn't quite, uh, couldn't quite catch all that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hey, guys, fluffy. There you go. My flight was like two something then, but I promised I was going to use a call time. Uh, it was supposed to be Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Mate, I'm at the club. I'm at this fucking special private strip club thing. Wasn't even supposed to fucking be here. I was just going to fucking give my boss listening to the city for Christmas party. Yeah, so I'm um, one of the big clients. And he's just he's like, come in, bring him in. No worries. Okay, no worries. I'm not even supposed to be here. I've got a fucking money. Dude, have you ever snorted coke? I 
for stupid tits. I have. I have. They're fucking nice tits. And oh my fucking God, I haven't ate cookies in. I'm going fucking nuts. I am so trapped in a bathroom here. But not for long. I'll get out in a second. I just say, you can't have phones in here. You can't have phones in here. It's like a rule. So I have to come out of the bathroom and talk. Anyway, it's like two something. I'm looking at this. It's 2.30. I'm going to be going soon. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm driving it. Oh, fuck that. I'm getting a fucking taxi home. Maybe I'll just fucking sleep somewhere else. Um... I don't know what I'm saying. How's this shit going? If this gets you in time, I Merry fucking Christmas and New Year's and all that. I... Oh, my fucking God, man. Fuck. Okay. I completely lost what I was going to say. This... All this... My... Okay. Wait, this guy is just paying for all this bullshit. This thing is a fucking asshole. I don't even like the guy. I'm just pretending to be nice, but fucking at least pay for all this shit. Yeah, you have some of this. Fucking, here you go see her. Fucking fantastic. It's all right. This is not like a normal strip club. It's like a private, full-on bucket. Oh, I don't even know what you call it. Like a better than strip club. But, man, okay. I've got to head off. I've got to head off because fucking, yeah. I've got boots to watch. I'll see you later. Bye. All right, so to uh, quickly sum up here, something about Christmas and a box and a client and then Coke off a stripper's tits. Well, that's a coked up fluffy right there. I think that was the key. We got ourselves a coked up fluffy. Doing blow off a stripper's tits. Wow. I think that was the crux. And then the rest of it was more or less. (laughs) But, you know, it was funny because when he first came in, I'm like, wow, he sounds really focused right now. Like, this is a focused fluffy. Well, I guess that's uh, that explains it. Barely hanging from somebody's landing gear. Um, Wow. I don't even know what to say to that, but uh, we should. There's one more voicemail from Fluffy uh, about a week later. I think we should play. I'm glad he's alive. We can try. Yeah, we we can try. I'm, I just be, mainly because not because you know of anything other than the fact that Skype sucks ass, and if we don't play it now, we're going to lose this message. Here we go. Hey, 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 you guys! It's Fluffy. I, I am. This is not like my usual one six. I am no longer in my state of fucked upness. I am awake now. I've just woken up, but still kind of fucked up. Man, I can barely fucking open my head, eyes. Um, I was going to call last night. Uh, the phone was in my hand. I couldn't move my fingers to press the buttons. Oh, <laughs> I got too fucking lazy for that. Um, but yeah, happy fucking news. Happy news. I went in a pool. That's pretty sweet. Now I got fucking nothing drunk and stoned and shit. Now I'm thinking about breakfast. I don't know if anything's open today. But it is. I could go for pancakes. Oh, yeah, fucking pancakes are good. With cheese. I love a bit of cheese. If you can eat these. So, I was just to come back. Cheese. Okay. Okay, I've got fucking, there's a plane behind me. There's a plane flying behind me. Okay, I'm not at home, I'm at my mate's place. And I'm awake and no one else is so it's weird. I'm not going to 
fucking movies or games or something. Anyway, I'll let you go. Bye. All right. Uh, this, well, this, 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 this is a good question. Um, which extreme do you like better? I was just thinking, you know, he it was New Year's and he yeah. was in a pool and uh-huh. that was badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so he says, how a lot like that was like, I'm on a boat. <laughs> yes. But in Australia, it's, I was in a pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so which, which do we prefer? Do we per, prefer like, well, I, which I, extreme I, do we prefer? Well, if I, I prefer the clean con- Skype connection is what I prefer. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who's on the other end. Right. Yeah. I mean, any kind of fluffy. I'm going to go with the familiar that. fluffy. Yeah, the fucked up fluffy. Fucked up fluffy. That was a, that was a lot of lot of babble though, man. It was hard to understand. Well, but part of that was Skype's fault, man. Yeah, you can't blame that all on him. All right, um, or the Colombians mailbag. All right. Okay, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we've never read this one. It's it's in our inbox from almost a year ago. Nice. Um, but I, I don't recognize it. Um, it. Remember when we did the British television show or a podcast? Oh, uh, sure. No. We we did a whole podcast on British TV. I'm sure we did. I don't remember yeah, when um, it was. It was or about was, a year ago. I was going to say. Um, so this is in response to that. And uh, here's the reason I pulled this one out. Because we haven't read it, you think? Well, well, that and the fact that uh, it's a poo crime, and this is the last poo crime I could find in our mailbag. No kidding. No more poo crimes. I guess, yeah. It's been a year. I, I dug a whole year back, and I found uh, this one. So, uh, Dear Dripping Gash Radio. Oh, gross. Uh, I've been listening now for about a year, never contacted you, but you mentioned British television. You did mention a few of the classics, but never mentioned uh, a few more classics. Firstly, we have Bottom, a BBC show about two drunken perverts who live together. <laughs> Yay, British! I love the BBC. <laughs> it's like if NPR did that. <laughs> yeah, PBS. P- PBS brought to you by two perverts living together. <laughs> uh, that's all I'll say on that one, but if you enjoy violence, swearing, and fucking weird situations, you should check that one out. Also, there's the precursor to Bottom. Which is the young ones? Ah, I love the young, young ones. Young ones, yeah. Uh, which is pretty much the same premise, but with four students living together. Uh, seeing as this is kind of a long email, I won't drag it on too long. Uh, a more modern, excellent English TV show, if you haven't checked it out, is called Spaced, which is also awesome. Um, I believe that one you can uh, stream on maybe Netflix. Um, uh, it's fucking great, though. Um, it features Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and is, in my opinion, one of the greatest British shows of the late '90s, early 2000s. It's noted particularly for its pop culture references and jokes, as well as its surrealist nature and humor. Uh, the idea for Shaun of the Dead actually came from a minute or so long clip in the first series where Tim, main character played by Simon Pegg, has a dream about killing zombies as he's fallen asleep playing Resident Evil 2. Other shows, which I'm sure you've uh, at least sampled, are Only Fools and Horses, Open All Hours, Black Books, and many more I cannot. Black books is Black really books good. is awesome. I know that one. And many more I cannot be bothered to list. Really, as for British film, all I will say is look out for anything from Film Four Productions, as they are often p- uh, pumping out great British films. Uh, East is East. This is England. Dead Man's Shoes. Train Spotting, etc. Now for a poo crime. I will keep it short and sweet. 
I was sitting at a local pub with friends sampling many fine beers, and a friend went to the toilet. This made me realize I needed to go, so I waited for him to return before I went. As I saw him coming back, I stood up and walked past him before feeling a hand grab my shoulder. I turned around, and my friend looked me straight in the face with wide eyes as if he had seen something terrible and said, Are you going in the toilet? When I told him I was, he looked toward the door. Uh, he had just exited and said, Can it wait? We'll finish our pints and move on. You do not want to go in there. <clears throat> At this point, I thought he just meant they had the usual bad toilet smell of stale piss or something, and shrugged off his warning and said it'd be okay. I entered the toilet and immediately was hit by one of the worst shitty smells I had ever smelled. In front of me, and I kid you not, there was a trail of half-liquid shit Ugh. trailing from where I was standing into a nearby cubicle. I thought I'd quickly check out the damage. I presume a cubicle means uh, toilet stall. stall. I check it. Why would he check out the damage? And it got... Why would you follow the shit Dude, trail? To check out all the, the English are fucking detectives. I guess. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, fucking English. And it got worse uh, inside. The what shit more proof do you need? The shit trail led up to the toilet, across the bowl, then inside. Ugh. I must note they hadn't even fucking flushed, and there was no toilet paper. To make matters worse, there was a shitty handprint on the wall trailing down. Oh, come on! Well, they tried to wipe. As if they'd try to stop the shit trailing down their legs with their hand on the <laughs> way to the toilet and then just wiped it on the wall. God man. damn it! Well, where would you wipe it? And then the pace de resistance. <laughs> How are you defending this? I'm just saying, where would you wipe it? You're defending this. Where would you shame. wipe it? I stand there, sir. Shame. <laughs> and you then, have shame. no response. And then the pace de resistance. A pair of boxers with shit all over them in the corner. Oh, my God. This poor bastard must have shit himself, then used his underwear to wipe up, then left without any on. God. I might throw up. Why not? Uh, to end this... Oh, sorry. To end this story, I will let you know I left without taking my piss and had it at the pub down the road. Regards, oh this God. is Beckett from Liverpool, England. Jesus. Wow. Well, they're all savages in Liverpool, isn't that how? Not even cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, Not even cool. Next and last letter for the day. Hey. Do you think it was the, the hillbilly from Hannibal that left his boxers there? Hannibal, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. There are, oh, there's no toilet paper. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Uh, hey, I love the show, and as always, the latest installment was great. However, in an episode some time back, uh, by the way, the reason I'm, I'm... Oh, quit your bitching, whoever this no, is. No, the, re the reason I'm reading this one is because we get asked this all the time. I don't care. Um, so I figured we'd put it out there again. Uh, however, in an episode some time back, you mentioned an After Hours episode, Blind Date Ambush. Yeah. Uh, so when I went to the down, went to download the episode, the bloody link was broken. Please, yeah. for the love of God, fix it's it. It's gone forever. It's I don't gone. know where it is. It's gone. Uh, this is the story about uh, the genital mutilation chick, <laughs> whom we met, we saw again last week for oh, the first time. Yeah. For the first time since Year the fucking the, the incident, and creepy as ever yeah it went just like you would expect just awkward weird kind of like creepy you look familiar and then a, a few moments no probably 30 minutes later oh my god yeah I oh my god i recognized her the moment she walked down because i saw those weird fucking discolored teeth yeah yeah and then i know john had that moment because i looked at him i heard something out of the corner of my ear of another conversation about something that i had done uh -huh. and then 
I looked over at John and he had this fucking grin from ear to ear <laughs> looking at me like ah, ah. It's like, nice. oh, I'm trying hard not to listen to this yeah I realize what's happening so this sorry sorry uh, everyone that episode is gone missing it's gone um, on an unrelated note I've listened to a huge amount of your backlog of episodes and you guys were good back then but the show has just gotten better uh, well thanks well thank you well then go to the beginning yeah Awesome. And really break your heart. <laughs> How so, sad we were. So thanks uh, for making such a great show. The only thing I could find to complain about is that fucking broken link. Uh, with love, Zucchini Bob. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, P.S. I censored myself. This is a family site after all, because the huh? fucking he he blocked out the fucking. I, I, Why? Um, and P.P.S. Casual Encounters is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're right. And yeah, we do enjoy the casual encounter. If only we could take credit for that. Yeah, I really wish we could. I mean, it's real. Yeah, I know. That's, I wish we could have written that. We're merely, we are merely the the uh, messenger. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're the conduit for you. All right. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So tonight we're doing something a little different for Beer Talk. Uh, we're doing a homebrew, which I think the last we're going to try. So hold on. Okay. Don't even pop Well, the yet. last time we did it, uh, we drank one of my former bosses. That's right. It was That's right. God fucking awful. So I this, can say that now because I don't work for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, this one, this one I brewed with a, a new colleague. Yeah. Uh, and also a new brewing partner, apparently. Yes. I noticed my basement has been emptying out. Yeah. Well, and, I, uh, I found better friends. I guess. Let's just be frank about that. I guess. <laughs> All the brewing equipment has slowly vanished. They're cooler all the way around. They have accents. <laughs> a much more rich heritage. Hey, I've got a, like a Wisconsin slash kind of Uper accent going on. Isn't that? Yeah. You remind me of Sarah know. Palin. Wow. No. Oh, yeah. Shut it down. That just happened. Shut that this just down. Happened. All done. That just happened. It's over. She's yeah, you, know what? You, she, you know what, John? Huh? All of them. All of them. All of them. She's, li- she's live tweeting the uh, State of the Union. Yeah, right. she's in a live desperate t- attempt to she's stay relevant. She's live twitting, all right. In a desperate attempt to <laughs> live stay twatting, relevant. Live twatting the State of the Union. She's praying to God somebody, will anybody, smell her vag. notices that she's live tweeting the State of the Union right now. It's it, she's tweeting more than fucking Obama's flunkies, where you know it's their job to fucking yeah. you know post everything he says. Yeah. yeah, she's right up there, fucking note for note with him. It's crazy. She's uh, she's it's, a classy gal. It's desperation. Uh, she also talked about unemployment, which I find ironic in her case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. She think said people aren't even trying to find a job. It doesn't count. Do. <laughs> it doesn't count as unemployment when you quit, John. Uh, well, she was unceremoniously job, dropped from her weekly fucking bullshit. Yeah, so was she unceremoniously or just not renewed? Yeah, uh, I guess. Well, you know, either way, they got tired of the smell. That's all there is. Her and Dick Morris are going to you know? scissor. You can, only, you, can, you can only handle so much of the skunk before somebody's got to cover it in tomato juice. All right. So anyway, homebrew. Homebrew. Juice. So we, uh, it doesn't work. Did you know that? You can't get that smell out. Right. You can't, you got, you got to wash it, Sarah, or see a doctor. Yeah. Um, so we brewed this in first week of December, um, bottled it. Yeah. Now I have never bottled a beer. Uh no, we never have, have we? It's always no. it's always been it's always uh, been to the keg. keg. Yeah. And then bottle off of the keg. Speaking of keg, I finished off the keg you guys bought I me know. for my birthday. Did you get my yeah. deposit back? Uh I haven't taken it in yet. Okay. Yeah. I'll get your deposit. I know how your wife is about money. Slut. Yeah. <laughs> First <laughs> what? That was the word I was gonna <laughs> use. All right, because clearly when it comes to money, slut. When I met my therapist, he's like, let's play word association. 
Wife. Slut. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Slut. <laughs> anyway, so... Are you hungry, sir? You, Slut. You, you bottled this beer. Yeah, so we bottled it. And uh, now, it's only been slightly over a week. All right. So... It's going to be uh, terrible, then. Well, I don't know. What the- kind of beer is it supposed to be? Uh, pale ale. Pale ale. Theoretically... Uh, the bottle conditioning is, you know, two weeks-ish. Yeah. Uh, but as long as it's carbonated, the only point of it is to carbonate it. Yeah. So. I need to shake this bitch? No. Jesus, please don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what we're listening for when you... No, that was a bad idea. Oh, sorry. I just... That was over. a bad idea. Okay, sorry. So fucking, now you just ruined everything. It's fucking isotope or some sort here, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, now you're going to pop the top off there, and if it goes, pss, that means that it's going to be okay. Otherwise, it's going to be flat as fuck. Nothing. Sweet. <laughs> so I, it smells delicious. <laughs> yeah, it smelled amazing. Or so did our first beer. Is it completely flat? Uh, yeah. Yeah, more or less. It's got a couple bubbles in it. All right. Well, there's no head to speak of. Yep. Well, it's because there's no carbonation. Yeah, I don't want that much. All right. Hey, tough titty. And you, I'm gonna it's make like you, he he doesn't pay any attention. I'm gonna make you taste so first your he tips it upside down, then he shakes it, and then he <laughs> empties the entire bottle. I do what I want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It smells great. I think it smells awesome. It's a little sugary it smell. Smells fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's like gonna be it. a little sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cloudy. It smells sweet. Which, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I like that. Well, you did pour all the yeast out. I suppose there's that. All right, it's flat as fuck to begin with. It is. But it tastes good. Sure does. I like the taste. I got to agree with you. I like the it taste a lot. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it needs to go in a keg and have some fucking... Well, I hope the carbonation works out. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's only been a week. It's right? only been a week, yeah. And the are other, these uh, uh, nuts here just to tempt me, or no. are they edible? They're edible. I'm eating some. You want some nuts? Not into the goddamn microphone, you piece of shit. I won't. Yeah, which one mouth noise. Which one should we open? We've got sea salt and pepper. We've got uh, bacon, ranch, peanuts, and uh, barbecue. One, one of them's They're open. All, I don't uh, know which is. They're all good. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's not bad, though. I don't mind it. I mean, other than the flatness. Yeah. Uh, can I do um, Can I do Hilden's movie corner tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, I don't know uh, what's next on the agenda. Uh, well, I well, forgot well, to mention. Before we get to Hilden's movie corner, uh, I want to hear this fucking Taco Bell story. What the hell? So, dude. So, well, let's explain this first. Like, about a week or so ago? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Mo sent Taco Bell HR, I think. Yeah, Taco Bell Careers. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. He sent them, like, he sent them, like, a half a dozen tweets just going gaga over this manager at yeah. a local Taco Bell. Well, did he suck your dick? And no. Like, and, a, and a week later, they responded. They did. And thank you. Quite a, a lengthy response. Yeah, yeah. So go so, ahead. Well, you know, first of all, when uh, when people do well in their in their place of work, uh, it almost never goes rewarded. And that that's a fucking shame, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, the dude's in fast food, <laughs> which is even more pathetic. As far as, you know, the the response that is typically paid uh, to good employees. Yeah, because they're, they're few and far between. Yeah, so this particular guy, I basically I overheard a conversation I w- that was not intended for me. Sat down to eat, and it was the manager talking with one of his, which, a shift leader or something like that. She's okay. young. Yeah. I would guess no older than, man, 18, 19 at the most. Okay. But she'd been in charge, uh-huh. and... 
it, it was one. It was like a formal, informal, if that makes any sense, conversation. Like it was a conversation that he needed to have with her. Yeah. But it was in a way off the record. Yeah. So it's not like this is going into your review thing, whatever. Yeah. Something had happened with another another employee, and uh, she didn't handle it well. Okay. You know, she made the wrong decisions. Yeah. Because she's nineteen. Yeah. And she's in charge uh-huh. or given up. You know, it, personnel management is a fucking difficult thing. I was in a similar situation when I was uh, nineteen, twenty. I was, I was, uh, you know, put in a position of somewhat authority. Yeah, didn't make the right decision. Right, and I was fucking my subordinate. Well, that was not this decision. <laughs> but uh, and I got a talking to. Yeah, well, it happens from time to time. But uh, th- you know, the way he went about this was. I could I just couldn't believe first of all how patient he was. Yeah. And he's he talks her through like the decisions that she made and why they weren't it wasn't the right thing to do. And she kept cutting him off and he'd let her talk and say, "All right, now about that, you know. See, what you're doing is you're you're assuming all these things." And he says, "You know, you got to understand that at the end of the day there's another side to every story here." And right. he says, I'm not the same manager I was 15 years ago. 15 <laughs> years this guy's been working at Taco Bell. <laughs> and he's right. talking to her with this incredible amount of patience and wisdom. Yeah. Like, sweetheart, do you have any idea how fucking lucky you are? For one, that you haven't been fired right here. Yeah. Second of all, he's giving you all the information you need to be a better manager or whatever the hell you're Well, you know, not just that, is. but. But, I mean, probably a better human being. Oh, absolutely. You know? And he flat out said to her, he says, you know, your issue is maturity. He says, yeah. you're young. Uh-huh. And you're in a position, you've been asked to make decisions in a position that you have not been in before. And it's difficult. Yeah. And he said, and in this case, you you really didn't make the best decisions. Right. He says, but I'm not, he says, I don't have, it doesn't. She fucked her subordinate too? No, I don't think so. <laughs> At least that didn't come It's up. hard to say. Yeah. But, uh. He's like, you know, basically the idea, like he basically left her with, look, I think that you have a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. It didn't come out in this last particular thing. Right. But here's how, here's how I would have handled it. And, uh, you know, and you need to follow up with this guy. Like this isn't over yet. You need to follow up with him. Yep. And you need to make it okay. And it's not, this is not an issue of you being a bad person. It's simply you owning up to what you know, the decisions you made and basically coming clean with the fact that it was the wrong thing to do. And you know, that's okay. People make mistakes. Yeah. He's like, you know, end of the day, it's not always about the bottom fucking line. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I'm hearing, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I'm hearing this basically uh, yeah. from a manager. Uh huh. It was, it, yeah, it just blew my mind. And like, I want to talk to this guy, but he grabbed, he's like, all right, let's, you know, why don't we, why don't we head back? He's like, we got to get back to the line. Yeah. And sure as shit, I turn around and he's out there making fucking tacos. Yeah. yeah. Because they were, things had picked up at that point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the day before, I'd been in there a couple days earlier and since then, and the fucking manager's out in the back, you know, sitting in the other room, like hands, literally hands in the pocket. Yeah. All right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I eat a Taco Bell. There's a fucking fly in the ointment here. What? Yes, you ate it. You. Who fucking... Uh, never mind. 
Never mind. Why, you know, am, I you know even, why am I even barking up this tree? Yeah, fuck we, it. That's fuck right. it. When you're I should so, know better by when now. you're so hungry. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. No, no, no. Fuck you. No, I don't no, want to no. hear it. <laughs> Rick Bayless isn't here to make everything for me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Move on. Good. Yes. So anyway, I'm like, you know what? Fucking asshole. This guy did all this, had this real quiet, private conversation, uh-huh. you know, with this employee. Yeah. And uh, fuck that. I'm going to. You I'm, I'm going to tell those assholes that I heard it, yeah. and I'm going to tell them that if they don't fucking hire him, I'm going to go find him another job. <laughs> because this guy, no shit, I would work for him yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. In yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. He he is not your average manager, and well, he should be recognized for that. You know, it's been a while, but I've worked in kind of shit jobs like that. You know, well, let's let's be let's be honest. Taco Bell is not the fucking most glamorous job. Oh hell no. So I mean I guess I shouldn't call it a shit job. It's a fucking job, you know, but whatever. But I've worked in those less than glamorous situations, you know, where you're working fucking a cash register at fucking retail or right. something or dealing with bitch ass customers trying to return a box of tampons because they couldn't find the fucking coupon inside. Like Taco you know? Bell? No, no. Sam's oh, Club different yeah. story. But anyway, I've I've worked in those situations and yeah, managers like that are they almost never They don't long. exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just and to hear him say, you know, I'm not the same manager I was fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what the fuck? I mean man? the nicest thing a manager ever did for me was let me fuck her daughter. And that was pretty nice. <laughs> that was pretty nice. But I'm thinking, like, you know, this of course, this dude. Of course, if in retrospect, it probably wasn't very nice. Well, it's probably the wrong thing to do. Things happen. Probably punishment. <laughs> maybe, maybe like she knew what she was doing. Two years of my life down yeah, the goddamn drain. Be. No regrets. No. Why would you have regrets? Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful. It phrase. brought you to where you are now. Oh, fuck it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this uh, poor, you know, this dude. I'm like. That's a dude who's loyal to his company for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. The Pepsi company is not Does it Pepsi own? Yeah, Pepsi own. I mean, that exact, right? Like, yeah, yeah. that is just not a trait of this yeah. generation. Yeah, KFC, and, and by that, KFC. this generation, I mean our generation. Yeah, yeah. KFC and Taco Bell. You know, I, I would never show that kind of loyalty because they never treat you that well. No, no. So why the fuck would you return that favor? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I just sent him a little, you know, yeah. hey, you fuckers should be aware of this. In a very ni- a nice I, way. I did, yeah, yeah in, a ni- in a nice way. It's like, here's the fucking restaurant I'm at. Yeah. Here's the time of day that it is. He's on the clock. Yeah. Here's the date. Go find him. Yeah. And they replied back, thanks. Yeah. We will. It's <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking it. Well, I saw your initial, like, series of tweets, and I was like, huh, I wonder what that's about. But then I didn't give it any, give it any further thought. Because you don't pay any attention to the th- things that I do. No, I paid attention. I just, you know, short-term memory. And then uh, he just dismissed it like he always does, Hilden. And then uh, a week later, when they responded with another with a series of tweets right. about you know how much they appreciated and how they're going to track this guy down and blah blah blah, I just had to find out what the fuck you know what yeah. was this all about? Hilden's movie corner. I went and saw Warm Bodies. Oh, the zombie thing. The zombie. Movie. It looks like uh, it looks. It has kind of a Fido vibe. You ever see Fido? I never saw Fido. Kind of the same, well, not the same thing, but you know, kind of. Is like it like a, Air Bud? No, it's kind of like a, it's like a, it's like a zombie, a zombie who's not like threatening. I guess I don't know. You know what I mean? This Fido is is a zombie as a pet, basically. Oh well, no, no, he's threatening. I mean, yeah. in the beginning, he does all the things that zombies do. He mm-hmm. like eats people and looks yeah. for brains and right. shit. Um, so not it's sexually active. So it takes place after a zombie apocalypse happens, right? And 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 everyone's like 
turning into zombies and, and almost and the, the main, everyone. The main character, of course, is thinking in his head, like, "Man, I'm so pale. Why am I so pale? I wish I could connect with people." You know, it's like an introspective zombie, which is already kind of weird and slightly off kilter. Yeah. There were a couple of premises that I thought were interesting. Like if you're going to make a zombie movie, you want to do something different with it. These guys yeah. did something some pretty interesting. When zombies eat brains, they absorb the memories from that brain oh, and right. the experiences from that brain. Yeah. So that's why they want brains, because it allows them to feel alive for five seconds. Right. That's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like could it. get behind that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a creative way of... It's not at all inside the head of the zombie. Yeah. It's not what, at all how it works, What's their motivation though? here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was head cheese at Yeski's birthday party. And so... <laughs> yeah, where, was, where, yeah, where we saw a genital mutilation chick. And really bad smoked salmon. Yeah, and that head cheese is gross, Hilton. Yeah, of course Did you it eat is. some there? No. I've never had head cheese. And I'm never gonna. It looked pretty fucking nasty. Yeah. Looked like a brick of shit. Yeah. In jello. <laughs> if you could shit in jello. So the idea is this uh, fucking zombie finds, of course, uh, uh, he's, he, of course, there's a human settlement, right? Yeah. John Malkovich is the head of the human settlement, <laughs> which is already cool. Right, right, right. Because that dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, he is. Uh, but anyway, his daughter is out. And, uh, you know, trying to get supplies for the encampment because there's a gigantic wall now that separates the zombies from the okay. humans, of course. Is she of uh, age? She's of age. And uh, and goes out. And then, of course, the zombie attack comes. And then this zombie sees her. And while he's eating the brain of her boyfriend, because he just killed her boyfriend. Right. He, of course, falls in love because uh. he's got all the dude's memories, right? <laughs> right. And so he takes her. And, and and another premise of the zombie movie is that zombies smell humans, but if you're covered in, like, zombie blood and zombie gore, yeah. you're safe. Right, right, yeah. You're safe. That's been done. That's been done before. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they use that premise. Yeah. And, of course, he, you know, smears her up and takes her back to his place where, of course, he's a record collector and all this stuff. You know, like, he's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a zombie that's collecting shit, you know, yeah, like, yeah. weirdly. Yeah. But anyway, suddenly uh, the premise of the thing is that why is that uh, weird, Hilden? Connections, human connections, and love. I think Hilden's will just being heal, a little judgmental. Will with all heal, the heal well, the zombie heart, and, yeah. tr- and 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 will and will heal the curse. Now here, okay, so that that already is okay. I guess you're going to take the premise that zombies can have a cure by yeah. starting their hearts and starting to f- have life again. Yeah, you have to if if that's what zombies are, are curable people. Well, suddenly zombies cease to be threatening, right? Like yeah. after at to, at a point, suddenly if they start to become better. Uh-huh. They ceased to become the villains. So they had to create a villain, which they did, which is the premise that when a zombie gets to a certain point, he basically, his skin peels off and he turns into a skeleton, a living skeleton called yeah. bonies. Bonies. <laughs> which are irredeemable. Really? Like nothing else. Bonies? Yeah, so they call them. And, they must have and these guys are fucking pure evil. They're just purely, they're like what a zombie really should be, but, they're, yeah. but they move fast because okay. they're skeletons, right? Oh, right? So they become the villain. Low wind resistance. Uh, they don't and between have that, all that pesky flesh. And right. It goes right through them. So between that, the premise just that like there's this Taco new villain, <laughs> and the fact that zombies can be healed through connection, that sort of underlies the whole little story you're about to undergo. Overall, I thought it was, I thought it was good. You know, it was, it's, it's, you know, it's it's it was creative enough. It had enough creative zombie things where I was yeah. interested. It had enough zombies and gore in it where I was sort of like, yeah, it's not a horror movie though. It's yeah. definitely more in the rom com kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I mean, zom com, zom com, yeah, exactly. 
But I thought the but I, I just, thought the I apocalypse, up with that. the apocalypse hasn't been in the newspapers. Dude. Fuck you! Yeah, what about that? Oh, bitch, it just happened. So I saw that, and that was good. I, I would recommend it. It's it's a good movie, especially if you're a zombie fan. You want something different for zombie for your zombie movie. So uh, do they do it? Uh, I'm assuming eventually they do. Yeah, they don't show it in the movie, but well, yeah, um, zombie sex. I saw one other movie that I'd like to share with you. Uh, it is um, Stand Up Guys. Okay. So that's got that Al Pacino and Christopher Walken huh. and uh, Alan Arkin. Doesn't sound like a comedy at all. It's not a comedy. It's, well, what? it's called Stand Up Guys. I know. It's the, but, you know, it's like I'm a stand up guy. I didn't turn you into the cops when I should have. Oh, well, that's uh, not funny at all. I wish this movie was good, but it's it was kind of wasn't. It was it was okay, you know, yeah. but it was Pacino getting out of jail. Christopher Walken's his best friend. Walken, of course, has to kill Pacino for the big boss, uh, but doesn't right. want to do it. Yeah, you know, he's a stand-up guy. Because he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. So, and then they, they of course, go. Th- Not a the whole thing. Guy. The whole thing feels sort of like it kind of went through the motions. Like, it could have been really cool. There's a couple of really hot chicks in this movie, though, uh-huh. that I'd never seen before. One that plays uh, Christopher Walken's granddaughter. She's a hottie. I don't know what her name is, but. You like granddaughters? I guess. This one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, overall, it, yeah, it was okay. It's I gross. would say uh, stand-up guys, uh, you know, you could you can miss it. Nothing to, to write home about, but Warm Bodies is uh, definitely worth a look. Right on. All right. All right. So let's talk about some vinyl. All right. I forget what this segment's called. Whatever. Uh, Spin the black circle, bitch. Uh, that's right. Uh, so uh, first up, um, I think I mentioned a little bit of this on our uh, uh, 2012. Uh, I just find this first one kind of offensive. Why? Well, his name's Blind Willie Mitchell. But Mc, they spelled McTell. it McTell because he's yeah. blind and he can't see that. <laughs> it's McTell. Yeah. Okay. So blind Willie Mitchell. McTell. And what a pile of shit that is. It's kind of a dark thing to play on a blind guy. Anyway. Uh, this, so this is from, I, I mentioned this, saying. I think, on our last episode uh, about uh, how uh, Jack White on his third, <clears throat> yes. third man label, they're putting they're reissuing all, the, all these old blues albums. Um. This is my favorite of the bunch. Uh, the three that they've put out are this one, Blind Willie McTell. Mitchell. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the Mississippi Sheiks. And uh, Christ, I forget the third one. That's a weird name. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, this this one I think is great. I, I love uh, I love his voice. I love uh, everything about it. Um, you can you can start playing it. Dylan's not even listening. He can't take it anymore. I don't <laughs> blame him. These headphones suck. They hurt my ears. Yeah, I don't blame you. God, low ass. Where are your nice headphones? Well, somebody's not learning. I know. So anyway, you can grab this from Third Man Records. Uh, I think uh, comes to about fifteen bucks a pop for each of the records. But uh, this is Volume One of Blind Willie McTell Mitchell. Put it in <laughs> I was thinking of what a weird thing it is that uh, you know they name people after their handicap. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. If Mo were a Fat blues, slob scrabble board. If Mo were a blues singer, he'd be asshole Aaron Mo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be. Yeah, wasn't that the joke? Yeah. That some stand-up comedian had this thing where, like, all these old guys are named after uh, I mean, a uh, their, their, their weight <laughs> and a yeah. board game. Yeah. I'd be all like, badass McBluesy. <laughs> You're on the ladder, mama. Come back to... Is he <laughs> They cut know. his balls off, too. I like his voice. And his eyes. They cut his Today balls out, put them in his eye sockets. I've listened to this one about ten times since I got it. I, I haven't this even... was recorded between 1927 and 1929, so... Yeah. 
it's very early recordings. So what what Jack White's doing is putting out these putting these out on vinyl, uh, in in, uh, in I see chronological that. order. No, cool. Um, so you know, start to finish is what that means. Chronological. <laughs> if you like numbers uh, and time, this is volume one. I think volume two comes out sometime this summer. Totally worth it. I mean, will it, it be later? And uh, it's got good liner notes and shit on the back. Uh, if you check it out, Mo. But where are the lyrics? Fuck the lyrics. But I need the lyrics. I want to sing along with my favorite songs. <laughs> You're my wiener, Mo. It said. So I mean, I think we talked a lot about uh, on the on the 2012 uh, year uh, stuff of the year episode. So we talked a lot about paper like, blues, a lot about like roots music and stuff like that, you know, and and shit like that. And I don't know, I've I've just gotten really into I this love stuff, this stuff. Yeah. This Roots music is the shit, man. Yeah, I, I always this don't. really just feels like it has its home on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. That is uh, Blind Willie McTell. Uh, you can get it at thirdmanrecords.com. Right. Uh, the next record I found. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And he hit a wall because he's blind. Uh, <laughs> well, he's been dead for like 50 years. I hit a brick wall. That's better that than taking the obvious racist shot I thought he was going to do. <laughs> he hit a brick wall because he's black? What? See? It doesn't even make sense. It's called a glass ceiling, John, not a brick wall. That's for women. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's is glass ceiling. Is that we're mixing our racial slur by metaphors and things? Uh, uh, the next whatever. record I picked up uh, on a whim at uh, one of my favorite record stores in Wausau, Wisconsin, of all places, uh, called uh, 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 Christ. I'm forgetting now. I'll, I'll, oh, inner sleeve, inner sleeve records. Christ, yeah. Do I have to do everything for you? Inner sleeve <laughs> records. Uh, thanks to inner sleeve records, uh, I met John Massey and John Yeski oh, because really? they put up a, an ad. <laughs> Uh, on the wall, on the, you know, drummer. the pegboard. No, they said, uh, you know, singer and guitar player looking for a band or whatever. And the story, and you're like, I'm a band. And the, well, the story goes is that uh, Sandbaum and Scotty and I uh, were were in the band at the time. We needed a singer. Sandbaum found this po- uh, this this ad, this you know, little flyer that they put up there. Oh, and he brought it back, and it, and, he, and he said, uh, you know. He said, well, it's it's for a singer and a guitar player, but we can just say fuck off to the guitar player and just grab the singer. <laughs> and four months later, Sandbaum was tossed out of oh. the band. Sorry, buddy. But anyway. Thanks, uh, yeah, thanks, Massey. Um, so this is uh, uh, television, uh, the band television, live um, in San Francisco. Play whatever you want. You can play the first. Right. first I don't uh, know this band. Uh, they're kind of like a they're kind of like a punk band from uh, the, the mid to late 70s. They're a big New, New York band. Uh, around like the same time as Blondie and you Jesus, know, all right. speaking of racist and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Talking Heads and all those you know big CBGBs kind of band you know, um, but uh, they're more like art rock you know than punk kind of like kind of like Talking Heads you know what I'm saying right um, I guess so yeah welcome San Francisco to television so what's the name of this album here television yeah it's television uh, live, live at the old Waldorf. Yeah, this was I, I believe this San was San Francisco, seventy eight. I believe this was a record store day exclusive last year, so you can only get it uh, during record store day. There's a lot of ambient shit starting out here, you know. They're art rock kind of stuff, you know. I like it. <laughs> I want to do this. Um, 
I'm already bored. Dragonfly fondue. <laughs> exactly. This is no dragonfly fondue. Um, so dragonfly it, it, fondue kicks the shit out of this. It was released on white vinyl. Uh, yeah. The album covers all white with black print and stuff. Huh? That should be the name of our company. White vinyl. White vinyl. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> For so many reasons. <laughs> Not really sure how long this little fucking prelude goes on. Uh, hopefully the song starts. Too to, long is the, the answer, What's the John? first tune on this? You have the, does it say it? Does it have a track listing on uh, it? I think it's called Shitty Intro. <laughs> the Dream's Dream. He, he, he was an excellent guitar player. <laughs> Almost a Keith Moon film. Yeah, almost. It was very close. <laughs> well, one thing we definitely need is more butterflies on our, our labels. Like they have. So yeah, you know, it sounds like late seventies art rock, punk rock kind of stuff. You know, um, I think New York was a pretty fucking interesting CD scumball place in the late seventies. Oh yeah, fascinating. Uh, anyway, so that one, uh, that one might be a little harder to find if you're interested at all. It's uh, probably like an eBay buy or something. But uh, I dig the grunginess of it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, dirty. I like the butterfly but, uh, on the label. But uh, that's that's an album I like little like to listen to late at night. You know, wishing that I could smoke a bowl yeah don't wish do uh, you know kids um but anyway what about them they can get to the weed <laughs> that's true they can be my mules yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome my two-year-old little psychopath kid yeah. fucking <laughs> shoving my drugs up his ass and bringing them back <laughs> home for me poop it out. <laughs> Go do a poop on the body. <laughs> wow, you interacted with shoving up do the ass. Do a poop on Isn't the that what body. Mules do? Uh, they gotta get it. You gotta give it over the border somehow, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, maybe that it's like, hold on, up. Dad. I gotta poop it into my diaper. Maybe that would speed up his potty training. <laughs> I'm pulling little balloons full of coke out of yeah. his fucking diaper. <laughs> As long as they're colorful, he'd be down. Oh, God. Uh, so uh, we did the movie thing. We did the vinyl thing. I wanted to I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about uh, digital distribution and downloads and stuff a little bit. Because I was thinking about this today. Um, I was at uh, Costco picking up milk in bulk. <laughs> yeah. Just went and bought a Sticking fun, it up your ass. Went and bought a tanker full of milk <laughs> at Costco. Then waddled out. Uh, <laughs> Got eight gallons of milk in my ass. I'll fit up my ass, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, and I, and I walked past their movie section, and they had uh, they had Skyfall on Blu-ray and whatnot. Uh, so I picked it up. You know, I had the, had yeah. the it had the digital download and everything on it. Um, 
And when I got home and I popped in the digital copy into my, uh, into my laptop and, you know, to transfer it onto my hard drive, um, it occurred to me that this had been available on iTunes for like a week and a half now. Yeah. You know, I could have bought it like a week and a half ago and I had the Blu-ray in my hand and after I did the digital copy. Realize you're never going to watch the Blu-ray? Yeah. I I put the Blu-ray on my shelf and I'm like, what the fuck? It's probably going to sit there forever now. I'm just going to stream it off Apple TV or, you know, whatever. I got to thinking, I'm like, am I done buying physical media other than, uh, you know, like vinyl and shit? Well, I do have one thing that has kept me on the fence about going purely digital and not buying hard copy anymore. Yeah. Is at any time, especially like if you buy it from a place like Apple or Amazon, yeah. they can yank your copy whenever they so choose because yeah. you don't actually own it. You have a license to use the digital yep, copy until they say yeah. you can't have it anymore. So I would, I could really foresee anything that I, of course, that I haven't burned myself. Yeah. Like, but I can see anything that I've bought digitally. Suddenly, one day, Apple going, oh, oh we're done now, yeah. and this no longer works for you. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, but that's the way it goes. Right, right. So find a way I to- take that into account uh-huh. when I'm buying things. Yeah. Is this something that I care if it goes away? Right. And I suppose you don't. You if not, do that. then all right, no need to take up any space on my shelf. Yeah. Right. Another thing I bought this last week uh, digitally, um, and, you know, this is a nerd thing for me, but the, the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series that my kids just fucking, yeah. they worship. Right. And and I think it's pretty great, too. It's pretty goddamn entertaining. But it's been sitting on, like, the entire season this year, all, like, fucking 15 episodes so far. I've been sitting on my DVR, clogging up space. And it's getting to the point where I can record like three shows and then I'm full, you know. Right. Uh, so I, I just said fuck it. Um, I know that I know the DVD is coming out um, of like the first half dozen episodes, but they're gonna charge like fifteen bucks for it. Yeah. For the DVD, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna buy the season pass on iTunes. And just have it that way. Yeah. And that way, I can just pull it up on fucking Apple TV anytime I want. So that kind of led me to this, to this thing too. I'm, it's like, why the fuck would I go out and buy the DVD of this shit, you know? I, I know. I'm, it's, well, for that, I don't know. Yeah, unless it was yeah. something that I knew I really wanted, you know, to keep no matter what. Well, and even DVDs, though. I mean, they've got a limited lifespan. Yeah. I think it's about 50 to 75 years before yeah. the material inside degrades to the point that it can no longer. Yeah. Unless it's a gold DVD or CD. And, uh, I mean, I'm thinking, the, I'm kind of thinking of the same thing with, with video games to a certain degree. Not so much with Nintendo because they like fucking people out of their shit. Oh, um, hey, Nintendo also made cartridges. Yeah, but uh, but I'm, I'm I'm talking like Steam. Yeah, you know because I'm thinking the Steam box thing is fucking happening. You yeah. know, I mean this shit's coming this year, and I'm thinking that's the way I'm going. Especially if if Valve's not fucking around, saying that the average price for one of their little Steam boxes is going to be like a hundred bucks. You know? Right. And I'm granted there's probably going to be a good, better, best kind of thing out of it, but. But I, I'm just like, so a lot of these Steam games... Well, you know the PS4 is going to be about $8,000, yeah. so why would... Yeah. <clears throat> but, but I mean, Steam's all download, I mean, right. for the most part. Um, well, and the PS4 won't work, so... But I've had games on Steam just for like... like the PS3? I mean, how long has Steam been around now? Like six, seven years? I don't know. But I've had games on Steam that have been there for years, you know, and I can still yeah. play them. You know, so it's 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 not like a compat like a backwards compatibility. Well, you're issue. not dealing with servers issues like 
yeah. uh, Xbox had with, uh, or Microsoft had with, like, Chrome Hounds. Shut down the Chrome Hound server. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to maintain this anymore. Or yeah. whoever that was that, it wasn't, I don't think was it was Microsoft. Was but, it Sega did that game? That sounds right. I think right. From Software, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah published by like, Sega. Oh, we don't yeah. want to do this anymore. So they shut it down. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Sky, same deal. Shutting yeah. down the servers. Like, what uh-huh. the fuck? But, but it's just a matter of, like, as long as... As long as uh, that's the thing about Steam is is I've had it's always like, up. I've had like three different computers that I've used it on, and I've been able to simply access those games on every new computer yeah. just simply by signing in. Yeah, and that seems to be kind of like what the case is with you know with like iTunes or whatever. I'm going to have these fucking movies as long as I continue to you know have an iTunes account or whatever. Right. I can I can always recover them. You know, re-download. I don't know. I I just feel like why am I why did I bother buying Skyfall on Blu-ray today? It's going to sit on my fucking shelf forever. I don't know. You know? As, you can leave it here if you want. <laughs> as are most of the fucking movies that I've bought lately. And after my great DVD transfer project of 2012 and 2013. Well, I've, I mean, I've stopped buying movies. Yeah. With yeah. Net, when I got Netflix. Yeah, there I is that. I just stopped buying movies. Like, you know, no. I don't I can I don't wait watch is my theory. Much. It's like I can wait a year. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, there are some movies that I want to own, like Skyfall. You know, shit like sure, that, because I'm, I'm a big James Bond geek. But, man, I, I can count those on, like, two hands, the yeah, number of uh, movies that I really want to be able to Oh, yeah. I, my movie buying have. my movie buying has decreased, like, in a major fucking way over yeah. the last couple of years. I, I used to buy movies all the time, you know, before, like, Netflix was huge and before all this shit. I'm not going to lie. With music, if it's something I respect, I always buy the hard copy. Yeah, yeah. If it's something that I have no respect for, yeah. I buy the download. Yeah, yeah. I got just you. because it's fucking disposable to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, there there are certain bands and certain movies and certain video games, like shit like that, where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a big fan of this stuff. I yeah. want to own it. You know, I just want to have it. But I think for the most part, I've I've just uh, I've just gone to like either the, the Spotify thing or I just wait for Netflix right. or whatever. I don't know. Just something else thinking about today. So there's that. Uh, Mo, I, I I need to talk about this fucking board game that you. Well, it's not really a board game. No, it's, it's a, a card, card game, game. Uh, that you showed Hilden and I this past week. Um, what's it called? Yomi. Yomi and Y O M I. Yep. It's fucking amazing. It's like it's like the Street Fighter of card games. Yeah, quite literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, holy fuck, it's fun. David Serlin. Serlin Games. How do you spell that? S I R L I N. Yeah, Serlin Games. Yep, dot com. You can play Yomi on their yeah. website. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, for free. No shit. Yeah. Learn the game. That game's fucking incredible. I want to talk a lot more about him at another time, just yeah. because there's more to... Just do like a more, full, full segment of Yeah, well, he's he's just such an interesting dude. Yeah. But uh, but this particular game, so he, he basically begins as... Or he shows up, more or less, as a competitive Street Fighter player. And uh, when he made this game, he intended to use the Street Fighter license, tried to tried to get his hands on it, but they wouldn't grant permission. Yeah. So he ended up having to create this his own universe of characters. Crapcom. Which is called, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Fantasy Strike. Yeah. And uh, there are 20 characters that he created. Ten of them he used in Yomi. Mm-hmm. And he's got basically yomi version 2 that is more or less complete from what it sounds yeah but uh which is the remaining 10 characters but as you might suspect it's fucking expensive to make a a board game yeah yeah. or a card game in this case because he has to hire the artists to make 
Right. You know, each deck has 54, so it, five cards or so. Um, yeah. I mean, and there's 10 decks. So each deck is one player. And that's what's cool. It's, <coughs> excuse me. It's based off a poker deck. Yeah. Yeah. But they're really like the poker part of it, the cards. I mean, you could use them to play card games. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're really only there, it seems, to, to create a sense of continuity, like to, to ease you into the game, essentially. Yeah. Um, beyond that, they it's compared to often to rock paper scissors, but that's a I would say that is the most grossly oversimplified explanation of how the game works. Yeah, it's like that on crack with yeah. variabilities and or with variables and abilities. Um, it's it's really cool, but with each so you know with each uh, if it's based on a poker thing, each deck of X number of cards represents one character, and each character has their own set of strengths. So. You have an attack, which is one option. Uh-huh. Then you have a throw. Attack beats a throw. Right. Think, again, think Street Fighter. And then a throw beats a block or a dodge. And a block or a dodge beats an attack. Yeah. But there's variance to all of this. All of the cards are double-sided, meaning as you look at the card, the top of the card is different from the bottom of the card. So you can flip it around. However, the backs of the cards... You know, your your opponent has no idea what's what because they're symmetrical. So, right. you know, you put your cards face down. So you pick an attack. Your opponent picks a block. Flip them over at the same time. All right, block beats the attack. Unless the attack has a little blue shield on it with a number, which means, yes, they block your attack. However, a certain number of points of damage managed to get through. But if you land an attack or a throw, any kind of attack, you can then combo up depending on, again, the cards you have in your hand. Right. So you can add damage to it. You can bluff your opponent to which avoid awesome. damage, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to explain without seeing it. Yeah, so you, well, because describing it, it's, to me, it's just like it sounds stupid. So, yeah, you've got the complete yeah. edition of Yomi. Which is expensive. And this so is the other side bucks. of this. It's 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, this is the other side of this to me, which is... So the dude self he self published it, yeah, and he's distributing himself as well. Uh-huh. I guess initially he sold it through some on, some of the major online like funagamegames dot com, yeah, major online retailers, but they discounted it so much, yeah. So I don't know what he was getting from them, but it had to have been significantly less, right? Like, all right, so the dude's doing this all on his own, you know. Let me read a little more about it, and so there are ten, you know, ten decks each representing a character, yeah. If you he sells the decks um, in groups of two, and you can't yeah. like double up on anything. It's it's this pairing of two, mm. and then a different pairing so, of two. So, so you can you, buy all you of imagine them, like, but they're twenty five bucks for a pair. So if you put this in terms of like Street Fighter, imagine like Ryu is a deck, yeah, Ken is a deck, yeah, and Chun Li is a deck. You know, so that's kind of how it works. And if you buy all, if you buy the complete set, you get all ten of them. Uh huh. So where it would have been one hundred and twenty five if you buy them individually, yeah, you get all ten. For a hundred, and for those of you who are into this thing, like you magic players, you get two play mats, which are like mouse pad material. Yeah, but they're huge, which is probably like a magic. I think the magic ones are pretty big too. And what's really nice about these, at least in my opinion, is it has the score tracker on the side, and it comes with two tokens for each side that allow you to keep track of your score. You know your hit points as you're as you're going, not your score, but your hit your health. What I thought was really cool about this game, and, and again, again, I only played like one or two games. I think we played one game. We played one. Um, 
was that it was simple enough to get. I mean, the concept is not that different from an advanced game of war, right. where like the cards that you have, you got to read them, but they're you know, and there's it's like a blind sort of guessing match of trying to outwit your opponent about what you're going to put down. So it's simple enough, basically, mm-hmm. put it down and you know, both turn them over and then resolve it. But there's enough nuances in in like the abilities you can have and the way that the cards interact with each other once you put them down and the whole comboing up. You can build up your attacks to make them stronger and then your opponent has a chance to counter that. There's right. like all these counters and, and that to me made it interesting where it's like it's a simple game. Like it's easy to pick up right away. The basics are very The basics simple. are very simple but like you can expand it and it has depth to it like any fighting. And it reminded me of a right. fighting game where like a fighting game is pretty easy to figure out but there's a depth there. The more you play the more you start to sort of right. milk the nuances of it to become a better player. And, and like you can actually take a character and... Were if you you know there's a play style to that character like that mm-hmm. person's like you know weighted more on the throws or weighted more on well the that's defense. All, all each of the characters have a essentially a, a trait card which yeah. is the, the it has an ability that explains you know it's a special thing that each mm-hmm. of them do but they all have the same characteristics which is they have an attack rated from one to five yeah and then throw from one to five block from one to five. And, and dodge, that, from and, one and five. then what I like about that and is they're that all weighted differently, that which means, means that's the distribution of your cards. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Like your cards are gonna, have, you're gonna have more throws, yeah. cards, and so your, they in play your differently, and they're stronger cards. You know, like so that that's that was really interesting to me. Like it was just a really like interesting way of taking the core of a certain genre and turning it into a different kind of game style. Like that was well, fun. And people who complain about this game say, well, it's just a bunch of, you know, it's just. You know, uncontrollable chance. It's a game of chance. Like you know, if you're playing this game like it's a Not game of chance, really. you are playing this game. You have wrong. way too many choices to make it simply about chance. Yes, well, there's a chance fact, element to it, but the, but the that's fact not that the, the cards are weighted so heavily, the decks are weighted so differently, means you aren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah but I mean, and still, you like, should know there is a cha- there is a chance element, but that's like anything. Like every game has a die roll or some sort of chance element to it. If this didn't have that chance element, it would be a shitty game. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm getting at is the chance is greatly minimized. It's a part as, of as the it game. appears to the the average onlooker. They yeah. think you're just flipping over cards trying to guess, and that's really it's not really just a guess. That's a very it's a very educated sure assumption basically. So, yeah, I I was just blown away by the, the more I looked into it like this game looks amazing. And the art on the cards is pretty amazing. <laughs> the too, art it is. Yeah. It's really yeah. top-notch production. Yeah. So I, I really for can't, a self-published guy. Yeah, you did a great I can't. Job. I can't really recommend it enough. I think it's awesome. It's, it. You know, it, it's a bite. A hundred bucks is not cheap. No. But uh, but I think I th- it's worth it. Man. I think it's worth it. What you're getting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd fucking buy it. I, I had a great time playing it, man. So yeah, it's it's called Yomi, and it's at SirlinGames.com, yep. right? S i r l i n. Well, let's get down to it, bitches. Sweet thing on over here. This encounter is gonna be casual. All right. So, uh, I might save this one for last. All right, ready? 
Here's here here are the folks looking for love in the greater Twin Cities area. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> looking Breathe through your mouth. Searching for you, woman for man, thirty three, Minneapolis, oh, yeah. St. Paul. Looking to see what's out there, hoping to find a guy into, and open to, exploring ass play. <laughs> of course you are. Could be mild with a warm tongue. Exploring. Oh, what? Or more. Giving and receiving. Are you ready? <laughs> no. Only if your ass is clean and because Email. you are in casual encounters, it's probably not. Imagine just fucking licking a stranger's ass. Just oh, like, bam. You know it's going to be bad. Hi, my name's John. Nice to meet you. Bend over. I'm going to lick your ass. I'd like to. <laughs> and can you imagine when you, you get down there? And, like, you know, it smells awful. It's crusty. You know you're not going in there, yeah. but it's a casual encounter, and they probably have a wrench in their purse, and they're going to beat the <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> and they're fat. Yeah, because, no, no, they're big, beautiful women. I think that's what they call them. BBW, baby. Yeah. Fat. Next up, cool jock hot sex. What? Woman for man, 26. Looking what? for a cool jock? Hennepin County. Oh yeah, looking isn't like the jail. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> not. Not much, you know. If if not now, soon. Looking for a married guy or guy with girlfriend. Oh, good, for fuck's sake! Who just needs to be discreet? Or who just needs discreet head on the side? Excellent. Oh, no strings. I just love cock and want to suck you. Well, then but, why but you have married? To be married and, yeah, or and why in a committed already, relationship? Yeah, fuck that. Will swallow. <laughs> well, <laughs> never well, mind then. Scruples be damned. Uh, she swallows fat. Yeah, lonely. <laughs> I have been too naughty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woman for man. Woman for man. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I have been such a naughty girl. Who's a naughty girl? And I've been looking for someone to fuck my asshole for yeah. so long. I just love how on the nose it is. Fuck my asshole. Fuck my spanker. Please give me a spanking and make uh-huh. me be good again. Oh, for God's okay. sake. All right. That's it? No, no, there are more. Okay. No, I mean, no, that one? That oh, was that it? One, that's it. Uh, All right. This one, this one's... Looking this for a little one. Santa Claus to come over and... I guess. All right. Remember, we're a second grade teacher. (laughs) Guys who used to listen to our video game podcast, this one's for you. It's for you. Oh, no. Drain your cock? Three question marks? (laughs) Woman for man. Woman for man. So I'm looking to combine two of my favorite things Drano and cock. Xbox and sex. Oh, is this a uh, fucking res uh, fucking thing? You know who this is. This is Torgo. Like, like the Indian Reservation? No. No. no what the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> said the Rez. Holy shit. No. Rez. As in like fucking Rez. Indian Reservation. <laughs> I said the Rez. Sorry, I've been reading too much scalp. No, I think this is I think this is Torgo. Uh, this is Torgo. He's in. He's no, in. Remember? It's Xbox, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Torgo. Fed it, like, like, Rez, yeah. where you put the second like controller in your crotch. Yeah, yeah, one in the pink. One you the bought sink. one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. The trans vibrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came in a silk pouch yeah, yeah. for your snatch. So I think Torgo's out here like trying to make the Xbox community look bad. It's just 
and Sony probably put him up to it. Oh, I thought you meant like Torgo was like he does this in private. He really like you know. Well, it could be that also. <laughs> he's slumming for Xbox hot. And he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could do that for you. <laughs> Looking for someone willing to kick back and play some COD Black Ops 2 with me and enjoy some fun some in the COD bedroom Blops as well. Too. COD ah, Blops 2. COD Blops 2. We got a too. horny video game chick. Ideally, you'd be 18 to 35. But you could be younger. Any race. Right? Is that what she's saying? Uh, I don't know. I guess ideally. So I guess I mean she's open. Uh, but any race. We're too and, old. And dominate at COD a much bigger turn on for me and willing to host at their home. She doesn't have an Xbox. No, no. exactly. <laughs> Want to play games? We'll suck cock for games. Also, I would I hope swallow. this could be a regular thing. Not dating, just two adults sharing a hobby amongst other things. I just want to finish at least one game. Uh, That's what she's trying to say. <laughs> not dating, just let's go all the time and play games and have sex. And, we're not uh, dating. And here, I think, is my favorite casual encounter of all time. Oh. Um, would just fucking wow. Searching for something a little different. Woman for man. Woman for man. 19. 19. And Did you know that 16 is the legal age in Minnesota? What the hell? It is. That's kind of messed up. Um... I think it's also true for Kansas. I but mean, I expect that from Kansas. I mean, she hits the punchline right off the bat. Are you ready for this? No. I am a young woman who is looking to get pregnant. Oh! <laughs> Bam! What? I do not... I des- need child support. <laughs> Hold on. I do not desire to explain my reasoning. Child support. I am calling it NSA... Because I will not require your name, liar, phone number, liar, or any connection to you whatsoever. Well, clearly, uh, penis. I will not seek out child support. Liar. I simply want to have a child of my own. Liar. You must be clean. Well, liar. Discreet. She hopes you're clean. And disease free. If interested, please send a photo. Holy fuck. The hell? Can you possibly imagine? Mommy, who is my daddy? I don't know. I met him on fucking Craigslist. <laughs> Here's the ad. Holy shit. Yeah, she keeps it in You'll the, notice it was in very his baby sexy. book. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh my fuck, God. man. That one was a little sad, I know, but seriously. Sweet Jesus, you're 19. You're fucking trolling I for a know. baby daddy on fucking Craigslist. Jesus Christ. What happened to you? Thanks, Obama. What did your stepdad do to you? (laughs) This is clearly Obama's fault. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Well, I think that's our show. Yeah, let's end it at that fucking fucked up cry for help. All right. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. All right. That's our show for this week. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. As always, RobotPanic.com, Twitter.com slash DGRadio. Give us a call, 612-424-3835, and email us mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night.